Hi everyone and welcome to Being Youthful. I am Kim Beegler. I am the owner of Youthful Fiber Farm and Mill and if you're new I will be talking about wool and wool and wool and alpaca shearing and also some wool. <laughs> so welcome and please don't forget to subscribe, to comment, to like whether you're listening or watching. All of the platforms love to know that you're enjoying what I'm doing so please don't forget uh, okay, welcome. So I know it hasn't been long, but I'm trying to make these a little bit shorter and a little bit more often than I don't, I don't get so overwhelmed and it's summer and everybody's busy, right? So, um, okay. I have a few things to talk about. I hope the wind doesn't pick up too much, but it's a little warm. And so I just wanted to sit outside and I tried to do this at the mill today. It didn't work out. Anyway, let's go. Okay. On the farm. I have some shearing videos because the alpaca were shorn, uh, I'm gonna say last week or about a week and a half ago, and I've got just some short clips. I'll show them towards the end. If you don't like to see shearing, feel free, obviously. You can just fast forward. I put chapters now, so you can just click right through it. Um, the alpaca, when our alpaca shear comes, he ties them down. So they're laying down on the ground, they have their feet tied. He does it for safety and also safety for him, safety for the animal. Alpacas can get stressed, they can kick and do different things. They don't love being shorn, regardless, I don't think, but this is just a way to make it a little bit faster and a little bit safer for all involved. They are not being injured. They're totally safe. They're being well taken care of. And in fact, he's quite an amazing alpaca shear. So um, I've got a few just little clips from shearing day to share towards the end and um, they're so happy. Oh my gosh, they can finally get hosed. They were so wooly. I think we shore them early last year, like in April or so, and then just our shear just got behind because of the weather and there was so much rain, all the things. And so he got to us, not until, what was it, June, we shore them. So that was, they had over a year on them. They were just big. I mean, they're half the size now. They're half the size easily. They look so funny. But they're so happy and they've been sunbathing and they've been getting hosed again and they're just like oh, it's worth it it's worth it i mitch said when he was putting them in we bring them into our barn so that they're easily accessible for the shear and he's like i swear they knew it was the day and they just walked straight in for me <laughs> like let's do this so anyway uh they feel much better and it's done for the year which is always lovely um okay the fiber mill so I was going to talk about, and I meant to talk about it in the last one, I forgot to talk about it, so it's in this one, is June, it was June, nope, sorry, wrong month, it was July's Fiber Club. I have a monthly subscription Fiber Club, so if you wanna try out different fibers and you don't wanna process them yourself and you want smaller quantities, the, the monthly subscription club is really great for that. I try to introduce you to all different wools, um, so check it out. There's a link in the show notes. Um, but this last month I uh, took on another challenge and I've been eyeing these sheep as I do, uh, not far from me. I would drive the freeway and I'd see them and I'd say, gosh, those look like Shetlands. And there's a lot of them. I've got to figure out whose sheep those are. Eventually, actually, when I was buying the bale of wool, they knew the people that had the sheep, I, the other sheep I've been eyeing. I just no creepy person here. I'm just wandering around the streets of my town eyeing sheep. Anyway, knocking on doors. Just kidding. We don't do that. 
Anyway, I got connected to this person. It turns out they are not Shetlands, but they are very tiny sheep. And Shetlands are very small sheep. So she has got sheep that she has been breeding down in size, basically, because she was trying to make what she calls a pixie sheep. Um, and basically the idea for this shepherd was that she wanted to make a sheep that was easy for new shepherds to handle. So if somebody was intimidated by having sheep, these are very small. Like, I mean, at a year, they still kind of looked like lambs, a little bigger, but they were not big sheep. So anyway, she started with an Icelandic sheep which is a smaller sheep and she added in a couple different breeds and she just started crossbreeding and then breeding down for size so as she would get smaller ewes and rams she would use those ones to breed smaller 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 so now she's got what she calls pixie sheep i call them an icelandic cross because that's where they start from and the fiber is very icelandic -y. obviously it's got some other influences in it so when i showed up to her house she is not a wool person she's not a wool person um, and she's like, I don't know anything about the wool. You just come and look at it. So I came, it was in her shop and it was literally about 60 fleeces under a tarp. Now they had been, they've been keeping them clean. So they were under a tarp, but just piled up fleece on top of fleece on top of fleece for 60 fleeces. So it was like, just dive in. So I dove in, I took a bunch home. Uh, most of them, I was pretty good about when I was going through, there were a fair amount of breaks in the fiber and that is because she's not doing this for wool so uh, when she's lambing say in march she's not shearing until may and so most of her ewes are putting all their energy into making a baby right making a lamb and and then milking so uh, there were a lot of breaks so what i ended up figuring out was that the fleeces that worked best for me were the ram fleeces which she had quite a few rams um, and some of the ewe fleeces i just had to dig uh, but they were lovely, but not being grown for that purpose, right? So not in the perfect shape that you want to buy woolen necessarily, much less that they were all just piled in a tarp. So I was very nervous about how this wool was going to turn out. I was, I fought with it through the picker because it's been really dry. The fibers are really long, some of them, um, because they are Icelandic ish so there could be some long fibers they didn't separate out well meaning that when things were going through the picker they were kind of the fibers were getting caught up on each other which created static and it was already dry so it was just like i had to go in really early in the morning to pick this fiber so i just was like i don't know i hope i haven't spent all this time well the first thing that came off the carter i was like and wow we're good we're good and I was thrilled with it but you never know if other people are going to be thrilled with it too. Sent it out to Fiber Club and I spun a little bit myself I'm going to show you in a second and I just had so in Fiber Club we have a monthly zoom session that you can come to or not come to but it's just everybody talking about spinning and wool and what they're working on and I think everybody had if not spun it already okay this is the end of July so they got it in the middle of July and most of them had already spun it and they were just raving about it and I was thrilled I was so happy not only that they were happy with the product but that yet again we were able to take a fiber that was literally going to the waste pile and turn it into something that everybody was making yarn from and having fun with and the biggest thing that I took from it besides that just you know don't give up on wool <laughs> even if it's not being grown for a specific this specific purpose of becoming yarn um, 
what I heard from all of them was, and a lot of them are new spinners because they've taken my online course or they just ended up in my world by being new spinners. What I heard was this fiber made them feel so successful. It was so fun to spin. It was so easy to spin and it made them feel successful. And I was like, hurrah, this is amazing because honestly, when I talk about what's good fiber for beginning hand spinners, truly, I don't mean good as in that most beautiful fleece that you saw or that it's the primest stuff coming off an animal. What I mean is that it's been processed well and that it's going to spin well, it's going to be easy to spin, and it's going to make you feel successful. And that's what good fiber is when you are spinning. It doesn't, when you, as a beginner, even later down the road, um, that's what makes for a good fiber is something that makes you feel successful and that you want to spin. Because if it's hard and challenging and you're not enjoying it, it's going to sit on your wheel, just like any other craft. So let me show you really quick. Um, I've got some of it. I've been drop spindling it. Here it is. It's all different colors because it was all these different fleeces that I um, blended up. So it's all different colors. Here it is on the drop spindle. It is, a dr it is just fun to spin and I don't know what it is. I say, you know, sometimes when you have a fiber that's not super fancy, <sighs> I have bugs on me. Anyway, when you have a uh, fiber that's not super fancy like some of the pressure is off so anyway here it is all I'm spinning it up on this drop spindle I should mention that this drop spindle came to me from revolution fibers they sell drop spindles spinning fibers spinning wheels um, there you go I'll have a link to them in my show notes I actually do I started on a different type of a drop spindle um, Mitch bought one for me um, so this is kind of one of the first ones that I've used. It's a little bit heavier. They like it. They kind of recommend it as a beginning spindle. And here's why, oh my gosh, this bug. Here's why I think it's a good beginning spindle. Because it spins, it just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. I get to the ground with it and I'm like, this sucker's still spinning, which is really nice when you're a beginner because getting that twist to go into the spindle and stay long enough for you to be able to practice your drafting it, that's really important. I didn't really realize how important it was until I started spinning with this. Um, so this is Revolution Fibers. I will put a link in the show notes. I also have a discount code for free shipping from them. So I'll put all of that into the show notes in case you're interested in looking at anything they've got. But I appreciated being able to try out their new one or some of their drop spindles. So there it is. Here's the fiber. So here's the thing. I had like two pounds um, after our Zoom judy went on and she grabbed up the last of this um so i had about two pounds that i i had just gotten a little burnt on processing it so i they all motivated me to go back in and to finish it because everybody was having so much fun with it and that's what i want when it comes to fiber for all of you for me as well <laughs> um so i have more of it in the online shop limited amounts obviously i probably could go back but i think i may have Thing I may have done in the fiber that was pretty good for me to process, but I will talk to her about here's some things we could do different for next year if you want to sell more fiber, such as shearing before you lamb um, or shearing shortly thereafter. So anyway, I have this, it's labeled July Fiber Club. I have a video of me processing it out on the carter. Um, it was just a challenge 
challenge accepted and you all made it so worth my while that it always just keeps me moving and going with finding fibers that aren't necessarily the most beautiful to begin with. So um, there it is. Okay. And it's labeled July Monthly Fiber Club. I think I put Icelandic Cross because that's kind of what it most reminded me of, of all the, the, the uh, breeds that she was crossbreeding with. So there you go. And she does have yearlings. So if anybody is looking for a small, petite little sheep with beautiful fiber, um, feel free to message me or comment and I can send your information her way, your way, whatever. Okay. There you go. One thing I wanted to share with you because let's go heavy hand spinning as always, but this will dive into the knitting world because I was hand spinning some. I'll show you the pattern first. Uh, so here's the pattern I've decided on. So this is, I had told you all that I was gonna, I was spinning Rommeldale for a specific project. That did not pan out because it turns out I just need to spin the fiber, knit up a swatch, figure out the fabric that I like, and then go from there. Figure out my uh, stitches per inch and then find a pattern that I think is gonna work well with that fabric and yarn. So. I had tried to do it the other way. It just didn't work out. It's just not how my brain and how my making self works. So I um, finished spinning the yarn. I knitted my swatch. My swatch is currently blocking. I soaked it. It's blocking. I have a good idea though. So once I got an idea of the gauge, then I went back and said, okay, let me find a pattern now. So here's the pattern. Hopefully you can see. So this is the Fossetta, probably Fossetta. I'll put a link in the show notes. It is by Knitting McPearly. I have another bug on me, y'all. Oh, my, sorry, I'm sure that squished the microphone. Um, it's by Knitting McPearly. So there are three colors in this. I love it, I love it, I love it. I really love it. So here are my finished hand spun skeins of Rommeldale. One, there it is. Oh, yes. So I have just enough. <laughs> I think it calls for 170 yards of each, and I probably have 180 to 190 of each. This is next to skin, which I love um, because I'll probably wear it with skirts. Well, I'll wear it with everything. I think, I think I'm going to wear it, but it's nice and soft. Rommeldale is really lightweight and squishy, pretty much however you spin it. Um, so that's what I'm going to do with it. So I'm going to make sure that my swatch turns out the way I wanted it on the needles that I like, the fabric that I like, which has taken me a long time as a knitter to really understand like swatch and then make sure you like the fiber, not just that it gets the gauge you want for the pattern you're working on, but that it actually makes a fiber that you like that you're going to wear or that's going to do what your pattern should do sort of. So that's what I'm doing. I'm very excited to start to patiently wait for my swatch to dry overnight and then to cast on. And I, I think I'm starting with this color. Haven't really dove into the pattern a ton, but this is where we're going to start. I can always go back and um, get more of this fiber from the farm I got it from, whose link I will put in the show notes because I forgot. So that's where we're at with that. Yay! And, um, 
next time I see you, I'm hoping that my nurtured sweater is done and I loved it. You know, I try to finish a big project, cast on another semi big project. So I finished uh, a top recently, I'm casting this on, then who knows what'll happen after that. So I'm very excited. Maybe some of the new yarn I've got in the shop. Okay, I'm keeping an eye on my dog because she loves to get in trouble if I don't pay attention to her. Okay, so how about if we cut to some videos? I have got some alpaca sharing videos. I have got a fiber, I think just one from the fiber mill. Um, that is me carting up this. I do have some really fun, fun, fun fiber coming next week. Um, so, and I'm also working on fiber club for August because it's August and it's um, just about done. I'm actually, I'll give you a little hint that I'm dying in the wool on it. So um, as soon as the dyeing's done, it'll go through the carter. Anyway, okay, let's go watch some videos and I will be back in just a minute. And if you're just listening to the audio, I will probably leave in uh, carding at the fiber mill. You obviously can't see the fiber, but I think it will do a good job of, I, I talk a little bit more about the fiber. So um, see you in a minute. Okay, here we are at the carter and I am finishing up the last batch of fiber club wool and they're doing some construction well not some they're doing all the construction in halsey right now so if you hear things behind me that's why anyway this is fiber club for june whatever month it is and this is the very last of it that i am getting on the carter this is an icelandic cross that's what we're going to call it and i'm sure i'll talk about it in the episode so i'm not going to talk too much about it here but it's been a fun journey with this fiber, getting it from literally underneath a tarp where it was shorn uh, through the picker, skirting all the things. The picker has been especially challenging because it's been so warm and dry. So warm and dry is the big thing there. It could be warm and humid, that would be fine, but warm and dry does not work. So here we go, I'm gonna you up and let you see it coming out but it's just a blend of different fleeces whites browns grays and so it just is coming out as it comes out as far as color get in there a little bit and you can see oops I'll turn the light on, but I think it'll distort the color quite a bit. All right, I think that gives you just enough an idea. It's kind of going between grays and fawns. It's really pretty. It's going to be a very heathered yarn. I've been just shocked by the luster on it. It looks like it has little sparkles in it. Anyway, there you go. Another challenge accepted and done. I hope my fiber clubbers enjoy it. Okay, I think that's all I have for you this episode. Try to keep it a little quick. 
if you're in the car listening or if you're at home or you're just on the go summertime just everybody's so busy so busy so and i as well i'm a little bit busy and tired which is why i'm drinking coffee at five o'clock in the evening as we do during harvest season so anyway thank you so much for joining me please don't forget to subscribe to comment to like to tell all your friends um go to my online shop check out the fibers there uh, when i talk about a good fiber for beginning hand spinners i have a lot of them labeled and like i've talked about they may not be the primest of prime fibers although most of the fibers i process are lovely um, but they have processed their fibers that have processed out so well that i think they are going to make learning to spin easier for you so that's what i mean by good fiber anyway thank you so much everybody take care Stay healthy, be kind to your neighbor, and make so many pretty things until I see you next time.